Hello, this is Eartha Kitt. Cats have nine lives. Wow. But unfortunately, you have only one. So buckle your seatbelt for safety. Have you ever heard of Cadillac? Cadillac Eldorado? That's what I drive. I drive cars that shift themselves. My cars shift themselves. The luxury cars, they shift themselves. Shut up and drive faster! Wanna go for a ride? Wanna go for a ride? Let me go. Let me get this. Let's go for a ride, okay? Well, actually, you'll go for a ride. I'll go for a drive. The person who drives the car, they're the one who goes for a drive. The other people, they go for a ride. People don't know that. Tell them when you're in your car. Say, you assholes are going for a ride. I'm going for a drive. Because I'm making a payment on this. Hey, it's me, Chris T. Here in my car. I'm about to take a drive, a long drive, up to Rhode Island to see my sister. Thank you. 
going to be recording along the way. This is one of those journeys that, you know, you wonder about, like, is this absolutely necessary, this journey? Should I be taking this journey? I can't really answer that question. I just know that I can't sit around the house another day, and I especially do not want to sit around talking about what happened last Friday and going over and over and over it again with my wife. Uh, but last Friday, I lost a job that I had held for 12 years and one month. Mm, that was a big bummer, to put it mildly. I gotta get some air going inside this car. It's getting warm. Oh, smells like plastic. Hmm. And um, I can't say I didn't see it coming. I can't say I didn't see the handwriting on the wall. But still. And the idea behind this is that um, I would drive around. And while I drove around, I would comment on uh, not only my driving, but everybody else's driving. And uh, I would also do a running commentary on life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Anyway, you know what? I'm, in, I'm neglecting to tell you what that, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy coming way over the yellow line. What in the fuck was that about? Holy shit. This driver of a jitney bus, I mean, he was, he was coming southbound on Boulevard East. I'm going northbound. And he went all the way into the northbound lane in an attempt to pass this bus. And he didn't really care that anybody was going northbound. He just sort of went. You know, I am rolling uh, dash cam footage right now. And, um, oh, that was, that was just something, man. That was really something. I can't wait till you folks see that. And my water bottle went on the floor during that whole thing. Kind of messed up what that guy did, uh, you know. And where is a cop? Is my question. There's never a cop around when you need one, right? All right. This guy's backing up, I guess, into a space, not really paying all that much attention. And I got this goddamn Toyota pickup truck on my ass. Piece of crap. Everybody with their fucking intimidating pickup trucks. You know, these small-dicked motherfuckers driving around in these massive pickup trucks that they never pick anything up with. It wouldn't be that egregious and that offensive if they ever actually picked anything up with these pickup trucks. They only want them because they're big. It want a big truck. It's a small penis. And then they ride up your ass because you're never going fast enough for them. You're never, you're always in their way. They have contempt for you, whatever the goddamn reason is. Now where did my water bottle go? I knew that was going to launch off the seat as soon as possible. So I haven't made really any progress. <laughs> I put gas in the car and uh, I'm about a quarter of a mile from my house if less so now I get to turn here we go uh, alright so now I am headed on to River Road here which winds its way up through a whole bunch of towns and then eventually you get into Fort Lee and then you can get into you can get onto the George Washington Bridge through the local access lanes and then I don't know which way this thing wants to take me from there but you know uh I think the, the, the reason why I wanted to use Waze, it's supposed to adjust on the fly by crowdsourcing the traffic, right? Isn't that the way Waze works? So in real time, from other Wazers, as they're called, you get traffic updates and situation updates, whether it's emergency vehicles or objects in the road or zombie apocalypse or whatever the fuck it might be. You're listening to Driving Me Nuts. Chris T's Driving Me Nuts. First inaugural installment and uh, some recordings I'm going to make 
on the way up to my sister's house in Warwick, Rhode Island. It's uh, Friday afternoon at uh, almost 11 a.m. And I was saying earlier that um, last Friday, right about this time, we were just getting ready to go on the air and do our little three-hour phone-in talk show. And the same one that had been on the air since March of 2006. I think the last week of March. So none of us really knew what was happening next, I don't think. I mean, I, as I said earlier, I had an inkling. I had an idea. I had, I smelled it in the wind. I don't know what other expression to use here, but I can't say that I was completely taken aback when it happened. But um, with all of the problems that uh, were evident over the years in this particular job, somehow I thought I would be able to jump clear. I don't know why I thought that, but uh, I've been beating myself up ever since. I've been going through a lot of uh, self-blame and just having a horrible time dealing with you know my role in everything that went down and, and how in complicit I was. Oh, man, River Road's all blocked up. River Road's all fucked up. They're doing yet more construction. I guess the season of construction is underway, right? So <clears throat> River Road, uh, not going to be that great going up to uh, the GWB, but it's still preferable to me than uh, getting on some other route that Waze wants me to take. So that's what I'm going to do, River Road. And now we got two lanes going down to one. Watch out, construction on road ahead. Yeah, no kidding. Oh man. And then of course people being douchebags and you know, uh, between the the massive pickup trucks and then you've got your SUVs and your crossovers and then you've got Look at this guy. Where's this guy driving? <laughs> Somebody in an infinity decided to make their own lane. Because they can't wait because I got places to go. Where are they going? Let's see. Oh, Starbucks. That's important. Um, yeah, why did I think that this was going to relax me? Because so far I'm not terribly relaxed. Just dealing with the, the standard bullshit traffic that goes on around here. Because nothing ever seems to be finished. Everything always seems to be in a constant state of construction. Ongoing. Is this Starbucks new? I, I don't know if that was there a couple of weeks ago. Shit. Shit. I know the Bank of America was there and the Walgreens was there, but they seem to have plopped down a Starbucks fully formed here. Over by uh, Hackensack Hospital or uh, whatever the hell this thing's called. Hackensack Meridian Health, uh, previously known as Palisades Medical Center. Don't go there. If you <clears throat> injure yourself and the ambulance asks you where you want to go, just say anywhere but Palisades Medical Center. Take it from me. I know. <clears throat> Sorry if I keep sniffling, but I've been wearing headphones so long in my life that there's something that goes on with my ears and they close up by themselves and the only way to reopen them is to do that. And it used to be that when I was doing the radio show, I could turn off the microphone for a moment and do, do my thing, but I, I can't hear. Sorry. See? All right, we're past that little bit of construction. We're making our way north on River Road where they just keep dropping one condo tower after another. And uh, when I first moved to this area, none of this shit was here. This road wasn't here. Let's put it that way. But now condo towers and then they put up a courtyard by Marriott and they've got the home goods and the AT&T store and the Dunkin Donuts and on and on and on. In 1, feet, stay to the right. 
so last Friday, to get back to the story here, we were called in and we were canceled. The show was canceled. And we were, I want to say, let go, but that's just a euphemism. We were fired. We were told our services were no longer needed. And, um... Since then, since last Friday, despite the fact that financial ruin is not imminent, because I do have a severance and then I should be able to receive unemployment after that, I am, as the song says, free-falling. I feel like I've been pushed out of a plane without a parachute. And I'm nervous and I'm worried and it's the first time I've been without a job in uh, in a long time. I mean, the last time I got fired, let go, dismissed, whatever you want to call it, it was the early 90s. I'm not sure there was an internet yet. So I don't know what to make of all this, frankly. And part of the reason, again, for taking the long drive to see my sister because it's like three hours plus to get to where she is in Warwick, Rhode Island. Part of the reasoning was uh, to get out of get out of the space for a while, get out of the place that was making me nuts. How loud is it going to get if I turn on the actual air conditioning? I'll be honest, I don't know if the air conditioning works in this car because I bought it in December. It's a 1994 Mercedes-Benz E320 and uh, it's still just shy of um, 49,000 miles. <clears throat> the current odometer reading is 48,423 miles. So I should put uh, roughly 300 miles on it during this trip. I just swapped out the tires, which were a new set of Michelin snow tires that I put on back in December, January, something like that. Probably ill-advised considering the loss of my job. I should have probably bought a set of all-season tires because the tires that came with this car were shot. The tread bars were showing, so it was time for some new rubber. And stupid me, I said, let me get some snow tires so I can drive it into wintertime. And I, I didn't do all that much driving in the snow, so it wasn't really an issue. But I got a set of snow tires anyway. I even went out and got a second set of rims so I didn't have to take the snow tires off the rims. Another stupid move. But this is what happens, you know, um, when you have a downturn like this, a financial downturn like this, as you start questioning every purchase you made and all the money you've ever spent and you start wishing you hadn't spent it and instead put it away. I mean... My only saving grace is that I put away a whole bunch of money in a 401k. I mean, perhaps I could have put away more, but I'm amazed I put away anything. And I was pretty amazed when I checked it last time to see how much it had gotten up to. And um, my only hope is that I don't ever really have to start drawing down that money before I wanted to which is probably 10 years from now, 65 years old. Um, and, you know, I, I know that uh, everybody's been very encouraging and saying all the right things and telling me how great I am and how talented I am. And, Please report it ahead. You know, how, how much experience I have and why that experience is going to carry me through and... I, I, I want to believe everybody, but there's part of me that thinks I might never have a job again. It's part of me that thinks it's over. And um, what's that crap about tough times don't last, tough people do? Yeah, that crap. I'm trying to remember that crap. It's been a long while since I lost a job. Uh, it would have been the early 90s. It would have been a company called Paper Direct. 
they were taken over. Company uh, in the Midwest bought them outright. We all got a small dividend for being with the company as long as we were. And uh, I mean, it was great at the time. It was a nice little windfall, but then things proceeded to get ugly as they looked for synergies across the divisions, as they like to put it. And they began to downsize and combine departments, redundant apartments. Um, and I just, I, w I got involved with the training department somehow. I was working on this training manual and I was supposed to be putting together this whole training manual and I just, I couldn't stand it anymore. I couldn't stand the people that they brought in to essentially dismantle the place and kill anything about it that made it great to work at and profitable because that's what corporate America does. They always figure out how to demoralize everybody who built a business into anything that could even be considered worth purchasing. And I just dragged my feet and I dragged my feet on this project until they realized what I'd been doing because I didn't want to take part in the whole thing. And they canned my ass. I do believe we're going to get a thunderstorm today, by the way. It's kind of looking that way. So, uh, and this, this, was, this was a different situation. This was something where I was actually busting my ass to make it work and um, getting precious little buy-in from other members of the team. And um, felt very often for long stretches that I was kind of doing it myself. And, you know, I was fairly miserable. I mean, these last four months especially, I was miserable. Um, after we got called in for a meeting and told that we needed to refocus the program and figure out a new uh, way to get back to a mission of relevancy, as they put it, and... would have been nice to have had some help doing that but there really there really wasn't any help doing that. this is four-way flashers over here what are you doing pal why are you pulled over really really bad place to pull over turn right on park avenue and continue straight to i-95 north all right i'm about to get onto the upper level here i guess of the gwb bridge I really can't stand. I mean, I can't stand most bridges, but this one especially is just fucking cutthroat. It's a, it's a cutthroat experience, especially here at the toll booth where everybody's jockeying, jockeying, jockeying for position. Oh, great. I didn't notice. I saw Easy Pass. I didn't see the part that said cash. So now I'm actually in a cash lane here. God damn it. I could have been on this bridge already, right? Fuck me. I mean, are people still paying cash at the toll booth? Really? Can we get rid of that? I'm almost midway on the GWB, and of course, traffic is now at a standstill. You know, it's been a minute since my sister's come to visit me, by the way. It's been a minute. Mostly, we're going up there, mostly. And again, I mean, this was kind of a last-minute idea. I thought, I got to get out. I got to get out of the house. I got to get out of this setting. I can't take the ongoing renovation and construction anymore. You know, it's not peaceful being home during the day. You're just listening to a lot of noise. And um, it would be nice to see my sister. And I also have a practical reason for going. I had to get this paperwork from her. That has to do with our, our brother's property down in Florida that we're trying to unload and we've been trying to unload for many years now and it, it came to us through a very convoluted series of people dying 
and uh, there's all these estates kind of unsettled and there's no clear deed to the property and it's a fucking nightmare and I thought now that I have all this time on my hands I could actually get this done but um, I need some details that she has in this paperwork that we talked about her mailing to us back in November around Thanksgiving and it never showed up in the mail speaking of things showing up in the mail when I left last Friday from work I had to leave behind a whole lot of stuff and uh, I've been told that they're boxing it up and they're going to ship it to me but I'll, I'll believe it when I see it let's put it that way and I think if they do ship it to me there's going to be a lot of stuff missing and I kind of regret that I didn't stick around and just pack it all up but I was kind of stunned and wanted to get the hell out of there I didn't really want to hang around and have people ask me a whole lot of questions and you know once you get shit canned it's like you're contagious and people don't really want to deal with you I mean I had one or two um, fellow employees reach out to me but that was about it. Nobody else wants to know. And and I'm probably guilty of the same thing, I'm sure. When I heard about people leaving, I did not call. I don't mean leaving. I mean being told to leave. So I am trying to stay calm. I'm trying to take in everything positive that people are saying to me about my capabilities, my abilities, my talent, but it's tough, man. It's, it's fucking tough because for the first time in many, many years, you know, I'm not doing what I love, which is being on the air, uh, doing a live talk show uh, with phone calls and interacting with listeners. Uh, it's what I, I'm good at, but it, it's such a rarefied thing. And I think in a lot of ways you don't know how rarefied it is until it's until you're not doing it anymore. I mean, I, I think I tried to keep it in mind while I was doing it that it was kind of an exceptional thing to be doing, especially for somebody like me and my background. I tried not to lose sight of that, but it bums me out to think that it may not happen again. And I know you should never say never, but those jobs are few and far between. And really, uh, if I was somebody who talked about conservative politics or talked about sports, I could get a job tomorrow. So we're just off of the George Washington Bridge. We're now making our way, as you heard there, to the Major Deegan. And I think this is still trying to take me onto the Merritt Parkway. We'll see. I'm very happy to report that uh, this thing has some kick-ass air conditioning in it. Whoa! That fucking guy in that Honda just pulled in front of this car hauler. What a dick. And uh, I'm on a shitty stretch of 95 because I didn't listen to Lady Ways. And uh, it's ironic because this is exactly what I want to try to avoid. Is going up the horrible Route 95, Interstate 95 all the way up to my sister's house. Because literally this goes almost all the way there. And it's a horrible stretch of road as far as I'm concerned. It's boring. It's uh, stultifying. It's way too much traffic. You could probably argue that all things considered, it moves as fast as anything else, and you'd probably be right. I still hate it.
so uh, this is Christie's driving me nuts and I am right now on Route 95 somewhere I don't know is this the Bronx what is this no it's not the Bronx Yonkers what is this I don't know what the hell it is all I know is I'm on it and now I'm behind some piece of crap Honda with its four-way flashers on for some reason and it's got one of those bumper buddies and the bumper buddy is hanging out and God knows what these people are up to I have no clue but I'm I'm waiting to bust to move here I can't wait to bust to move I think this is the first time I've gone above 60 miles an hour since I left the house Okay, so just to recap where we are. I'm on Route 95. I'm headed into Connecticut, trying to get around this trailways bus that's blowing a lot of black smoke. I think I've taken that bus, the Adirondack Trailways bus. bring a tire pressure gauge with me? I don't think I did. These tires I put on the other day, they feel a little bouncy. Perhaps a little bit of overinflation. They're supposed to be 27 PSI and then 28 at the most. And uh, I just saw a smoky bear, state trooper there. And uh, hopefully he will not be pulling out and pulling me over. So I think I was doing about 70 when I saw him. Speed limit in this stretch is 55. And I am easy pickings in that I am in the left lane. I'm going to try to get into the right lane. So I'm in that anticipatory period right now when you wonder, are they pulling out? Are they going to come after me? Do I see any flashing lights yet? Or was the guy sexting with his girlfriend? And so far, I do not see any flashing lights. I don't see anybody pulling out to do a high-speed pursuit. Speed limit over here is 55. I'm going to do 60. And that's all I'm doing because friends do not want a speeding ticket right now. That would really bum me the fuck out even more than I'm bummed out. So this is Christie's driving me nuts. I got through that little bit of construction, that little bit of traffic, and right now things are moving nicely. But... Uh, try to keep my mouth shut about that because every time I say that that's when the traffic stops I don't know this I think this is the first town you hit in um, what is this oh look it's New Rochelle wow okay is this New Rochelle I guess it is so the thing about these tires that I put on the car, by the way, is that they're two different sets of tires. There's uh, one brand uh, on the rear and then another brand up front. And uh, they seem to be working okay together so far. I don't really notice anything except, like I said, uh, they may be a little overinflated, a little bouncy. But this car rides nice. And the air conditioning works well. And um, it's pushing up on noon in just over 15 minutes. 
I hope to arrive by 3 p.m. Is this guy going to try to pass me on the right? Is that what he's doing? Seriously? Oh, this looks to be an entrance for the New York State Thruway. Even though it says 20 miles per hour for this easy pass, this shithead in this RV decided to come actually to a stop. Not only is he in an RV, but he's towing a Kia Soul behind the RV. I thought that was another vehicle. It's part of the... Oh, shit. Look at this. Sorry about that. I had to pass the RV quickly because I was running out of lane. All right. I don't even think I've made it to Connecticut yet. I think there's usually a sign that says, Welcome to Connecticut. I have not seen that sign. All right, again, uh, this is an attempt at a new podcast. Christie's driving me nuts. And uh, I am headed up to Warwick, Rhode Island to see my sister. It's, it's been a while. I think we were up there around Thanksgiving time. And uh, I thought it would be nice to go see her to get out of my own head for a little while. Because since I got shit canned last Friday, it's really all I've been thinking about the loss of my job and where I will find another one. So I'm struggling with that, friends. And I have this vague idea of how I might find work because, I mean, I listen to some podcasts and my favorite podcasts are The Daily from the New York Times, uh, and they were looking for people not that long ago, but my Pro Tools skills are not really what they should be, unfortunately. And um, the other podcast I listen to regularly and I really enjoy is Pod Save America from Crooked Media. And I like The Pitch from Gimlet Media. Those are my three main podcasts. At one time or another, all of those organizations have been looking for help. And I'm thinking of essentially volunteering my help. I have this idea, especially for Pod Save America, that I could do some stuff in New York, man on the street type of stuff, and uh, talk to people about politics. And edit that stuff and get that to exit them. Right to exit B, Avenue, and uh, I would love to be able to figure out how to shut off Waze while I'm driving. And that's not going to happen. I'm going to have to pull over. In 3.4 miles, exit to exit 21, I-287 West, US-1 North, Port Chester, Tappan Zee Bridge. Yeah, why would I do that? All right, I'm going to give this one more try to turn off ways. But it's not easy. Because you're driving. I think I've done it. There we go. Finally. So that's my idea. Is I figure if I could put together something, figure out a way to get them some audio from the field that sounds good it's well produced it could be a calling card for me and maybe it'll lead to a job I mean it's as good as doing anything else because I'm not really doing anything right now this last week has just been a 
sort of get yourself back up off the mat week. And, uh, and then next week, I, I want to get into fully into making sure that all my skills and abilities are represented online, whether it's through a site like LinkedIn or through a website of my own or otherwise, just make sure that I have lots of samples of work out there and I have a pretty good online representation of what I do so that I can forward that to people who might be interested in hiring me. And the job search is gonna happen not only in this area, New York area, but in the Los Angeles area because we have been talking about relocating and maybe it's not too early. I gotta get around this U-Haul. I can't take this fucking U-Haul. I gotta get around this U-Haul. back of that thing. I get very nervous around U-Hauls. I mean, I you know, I've been driving. I found my original license, by the way. I had to go looking for the registration for my 1983 Mercedes 300D because I'm putting it up for sale. I bought that car in July of 2003. I've had it nearly 15 years. And now that I have this car, this... Uh, E320, I mean, that car has just been sitting out front rusting. So before it goes through another winter, I thought I would unload it. And I'm hoping for anywhere, I'd be happy with anywhere between $1,000 and $2,000 for that car. But I found my original license. I realized I, I pulled out, and this is before, you know, they put your photo on the license. This is before a whole lot of, Jesus, motherfucking Christ, you fucking douchebag. What's that about? Fucking lane on me and just almost came to a complete stop. Because this guy who's like doing a double trailer here thing here, double dump, had to get from the left lane and realize his exit was coming up. So he had to bring everything to a stop. Thank you. So uh, I found my original license. I realized I've been driving since, you know, I, I mean, I, I had a moped when I was 14, 15 years old, but my first car and my learner's permit was probably 16 years old. And so that's nearly 40 years I've been driving. And in that time, I've developed a lot of theories and I've developed a lot of ideas about stuff. One of those things is, you know, stay away from the U-Haul. Generally speaking, those people have never driven anything that big. They've never hauled a trailer. They don't know what they're doing. And I know I'm generalizing, but yeah, that's generally speaking. This is Christie's driving me nuts. Oh, look, Connecticut welcomes you. Greenwich. Next four exits. Headed to Greenwich. And it's, it's weird being out here seeing all these trucks because, you know, that's what I did for 12 years is I, I talked to truck drivers. And every time I see a truck, it sort of reminds me of what I used to do. But still, it's good to be out on the road for a little bit. And I think I'm going to be driving through some rain soon. I'll check back in with you because right now I'm, I'm headed to a, into a really boring-ass stretch of roadway. And here goes a BMW Z4 changing lanes without signaling because that's what those people do. Those folks in those BMWs. Hey, it's me, uh, Chris T, back with uh, Chris T's Driving Me Nuts. And according to Waze... I got about another hour and 10 minutes of driving here. I'm 
62 miles away from my sister's house. Uh, it's been a shitty ride just because it's 95 and 95 sucks. And um, just a lot of asshole drivers and uh, a drizzling rain. I would say a light drizzle, not much of a drizzle, but still a drizzle. And um, nothing much to look at because it's 95. But I am getting closer, and that's good. Just over an hour would put me right around quarter to three in the afternoon on Friday. So I'll le at least I'll be off the road before any kind of rush hour begins. Um, just passing Old Saybrook, exit number 67 here on 95. And uh, I think that means I'm still in Connecticut, doesn't it? Uh, the car is running really good. I'm very happy with the temperature that's being maintained here, even with the little bit of use of the air conditioning, which uh, is blowing nice and cold. We'll see how it works when it's a really a hot day. Um, but the air conditioning of my on my 300D, the Mercedes, the 1983 Mercedes, never worked at all. Uh, I think it worked for maybe a half an hour at one point after uh, I got it recharged, and then it never worked again. I'm noticing that uh, now that I'm up around 70 miles an hour, the speed limit in this stretch is 65, and I'm doing about 70. There's a little bit of chatter in the steering wheel, so. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that's about, but I'm not going to be that concerned about it because otherwise, as I said, the car is running well. And um, we're about to get to the point where I got fired last week. It's going to be in about 35 minutes, somewhere around there, 30 minutes. It will, it will be a week since I lost my job, and uh, it doesn't get, it doesn't get easier. Unfortunately, it hasn't gotten easier in the, in this week, this intervening week. And I think one of the things that I'm doing is I keep counting down, like how many weeks I have left of severance. So. I think I just killed week 24 and then I'll head into week 23. And it just doesn't sound like a lot of time to me. And again, I keep wondering like from whom I'm going to get a job and how much that job is going to pay and what that's going to mean in terms of lifestyle changes and where we're going to be able to continue to live and there's a lot of questions swirling around in my head and you know the only thing that reassures me in any degree is my wife who I think is a, a really strong person People stopped on shoulder ahead thank you lady ways who is a really strong person and I think you know will help me get through this and here goes one of those crew cab pickup trucks that wants to pass me motherfucker Fuck you, fucking piece of shit. Yeah, because I'm not going fast enough. I'm the one that's keeping you from getting where you want to go, you piece of garbage. You know, again, another shithead in a pickup truck. They probably never pick anything up in. I have no doubt. Despite the fact that I'm doing 75, between 75 and 80, it's not fast enough for this guy. Right here he goes again. Gonna pass on the right again. Good for you. You go, pal. Fuck you, you piece of shit. I think one of the nice things about being on the road for the last whatever the fuck it is. I think I left the house around 10.30 and it's now around 1.30 is I haven't been able to look at 
my email. I haven't been able to check Facebook. I haven't been able to go online at all. So that's been good. I think maybe I need to do some more of that. I, I spent the day yesterday calling a lot of people, calling family and friends, and that was tough. Because I just I felt like I was having the same conversation over and over and over again. And I'm sure that's how I'll feel when I get to my sister's house. I'll go over a lot of the same stuff repeatedly. The pickup truck that tried to pass me is now not even in sight. It's gone. That guy hammered down. He's uh, got to be doing 90-95. Or he was for a stretch. And uh, these people hanging out in this left lane, they, they should probably pick it up a little bit too. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst idea. All right, Rocky Neck State Park. Does that mean I'm in Rhode Island already? I thought Rocky Neck State Park was in Rhode Island. Could I be wrong? I could. Because I haven't seen a sign. Again, I'm looking for the Welcome to Rhode Island sign. I haven't seen one. I'm about to hit exit 71, something called Four Mile River Road. Why is this guy getting on his brakes in front of this truck? There's a flatbed tow truck here. It's got an SUV on the bed, and it's towing another SUV. And this idiot in front of him... I just don't understand that. All right, I got a clear lane. This lane just opened up in front of me. I don't know what the speed rating is on these tires, but I just hit 90, and that's probably too fast. Probably want to probably want to back it off there a little bit, bud. First, I want to get in front of this truck. All right, I backed it off. Once I get in front of this glass truck, I can get into the right lane, slow down, so I do not want to become a target for the police. Now, my hope is that I hit a car wash before I get to my sister's house because I wouldn't mind making this car look a little better than it does currently. But I'm also trying to be aware of like spending money unnecessarily. So, what I want is like a $5 car wash. This is... Chris T's driving me nuts, and uh, I'm going to hit a rest area for just a moment. I don't mean an actual rest area. I think I'm going to start saying that when I want to stop recording. Okay, my sister called me uh, 10 minutes ago, asked me what my ETA was. I said I should be there around 3 o'clock, and then I told her what exit I had just passed, and she said, no, you'll be here sooner than that, 40 minutes. And right after she said that, I, I hit a whole bunch of construction, a whole bunch of road work, um, stop-and-go traffic, 5 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour, left lane closed, the whole damn thing. And right now, I'm averaging about 40 miles an hour on this stretch. And Waze puts my arrival time, at, you guessed it, 3 p.m. It's now 2.25. So I've been driving right around four hours. And that's the problem with going up to see my sister in Rhode Island is it's just 
I know that people who drive professionally for a living, four hours is nothing. It's nothing. But it's a lot for me. And my right leg is, you know, feeling all messed up from the constant stop and go. And uh, I'm stretching something out. I don't know what the hell it is, but it hurts like a motherfucker. So I've been using the cruise control. By the way, this is Chris T's driving me nuts. In the good news department, the sun is coming out. It stopped drizzling. It looks like a nice day out there. And um, before much longer, I'll be able to get out of this fucking thing. So that's the report. And um, I go back to a week ago, right about now. I was sitting in that conference room at my former employer's. And um, my head was spinning because I'd just been told that my services were no longer needed after 12 years and a month. Which, I mean, isn't, isn't even true because I first walked in there in May of 2002. I was hired to DJ on the Blues Channel. And by DJ, I mean voice track, meaning do the mic breaks. And that's about it. Just go in and record the mic breaks. And I was paid uh, as an independent contractor. And I think they paid me $75 a session, maybe $90 a session. Somewhere around there. So I did that for years. And um, eventually ending up getting hired full time in March of 2006 to work on... Uh, one channel and another, the Outlaw Country channel. So that's what I did there, but not anymore. Now, if only I can get out from behind this fucking Range Rover or whatever it is that's decided to go much slower than the rest of the traffic, and I'm not really sure why. I don't know why. The other thing that's driving me nuts on this trip is where the seatbelt is landing on my shoulder. I've been trying to adjust it. There is some adjustability. And I'm not really having a lot of luck here. It's still digging into my neck, no matter what I do. So I'm going to try to fix that. Figure that out when I get out of the car. Uh, but I should be arriving around 3 p.m. And I think my sister said she had a conference call she's got to get on. So I'm not even sure she's going to be able to come to the door, frankly. Time to pass some people and hope there isn't a cop car up there. Thank God almighty, mister. She's got a hard pull, doesn't she? Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. It's a mighty fancy automobile. I bought her in Bakersfield, California. I was testing jets at the time. Well, it got so I wasn't getting enough action on the ground. You know what I mean. I mean, you just can't stay with the same high forever. So when the 455 came out with a Mark IV Ram Air and a B-floor in, a Carter high-riser set up. I was online. 390 horsepower, 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. It's all in the folder right there in the glove compartment. You want to take a look at it. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Oh, someone got lit up up there. That's the first uh, time I've seen that. And they got lit up by an SUV, Rhode Island State Police. This is Eartha Kate again, back to remind you to take your belongings with you and to get a receipt from the driver. Have a perfect day.